It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man. Boom, it's Rusty. What's up, everyone? It is Friday, whatever that means to you in your life. That is where we are. That is what we're doing. Enjoy it. Enjoy all of it because you can. And you should. Why wouldn't you? You're here. So let's fucking party. And today you're going to hear stuff. Uh, go back, check out our stuff on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGBN. Got some interesting episodes the last couple of days. So yeah, go back there. QGBN. Easy, easy, easy. And check it out. Rumble. Uh, well, for this show, for the most part, is there. Or is all there. But YouTube won't do some of the shows. So most of the shows are here on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, the other show probably doesn't have a lot of episodes on there because it keeps getting strikes against it. So that's what kind of content that has. So this one... There was one this last week that was not up on YouTube because of content. So you can go and check back for that one. But anyways, I don't know. Maybe this won't be good for content uh, as far as what YouTube likes. If not, fuck them. We're going here and we're going to be raw because uh, like old dirty bastard, you know, you know what he, you know how he likes things. So Tartar like. <laughs> so I'm gonna bring up my special guest right here, right now. And my special guest is coming on. And my special guest is Stuart. Uh Stuart Lee and I was I hit the wrong button. I only put on one thing of sobriety rocks because it does. Sobriety is pretty gosh darn cool. I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, that's it's, got my business name on there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So it'll pop up what I'm doing the uh my transcription afterwards, and it'll be like, oh, sobriety said, uh, you know, whatever each time. So, <laughs> I'll have to change that a little bit before I throw it into my AI machine and let AI do all the other stuff for me as much as I can uh, until I completely remove myself from everything here and just become <laughs> a robot. A robot. And uh, yeah, hopefully my robot self will still have interesting guests like I do today. So AI is great though, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's awesome. I'm I'm happy you're here, man. I'm happy uh, we got to get you on here. And it's it was a little while ago, I think that we we spoke and we found each other on the on the internet and yeah. you know uh, on the those internet chat rooms. I guess what it turned into. I don't know. Internet, you know, Facebook groups, internet chat rooms are kind of the same, but different in uh that sense of what you may think internet chat rooms i don't know how, how old are you i'm 41 
Okay, me too. Okay, so internet chat rooms. I'm thinking back like AOL days, uh, you know, 20, <laughs> some years, 25 years ago. When you have phones uh, that could only do like one line of text. Right. Yeah, where, where you got to make sure you hit three, four times to do one letter. Yeah, uh, yeah it makes everything <laughs> fun. But um, yeah, man, I'm happy you're here and I'm happy we, we get to uh, have you on and you know it's uh so you're you're in the uk is that right am i yeah somewhere england so it's in england okay so it's like what six six o'clock there or something like that uh yeah Seven? just on six six p.m okay all right yeah, it's, uh, uh, i'm on i'm on the east coast i'm near new york so oh, nice. yeah it's five i'm i've you know, five hours doesn't seem like that much anymore. Used I used to be on the West Coast, so it was eight or nine hours or whatever to over to England, and so it was always uh always seems so far. But five hours still, uh, yeah, no, because it's cool. Because like the hardest one though, I found though to be able to get time zones synced up with has been Australia and New Zealand. But then again, it's cool that I'm able to have people that are from Australia. Is the difference that much further? Um, yeah, it seems like when it's like, I want to say it's maybe. So I feel like if I do it at five o'clock at in the afternoon, it's like six in the morning, seven in the morning there. The next day, wow. yeah, it's still a lot. But then they like do half hour things too, which is odd. Half hour time difference change, uh, which I don't understand. There's like four or five different time zones just in uh, in Australia. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Um, That's an issue you guys have over there because I was, I was talking to another person from the states on a different podcast. And uh-huh. she was she was advertising what time my sobriety rocks group is on a in, in UK time, and then she was saying what times it is in the US, and it was like this time Eastern, this time Central, this time, and I was like, like you guys have got it difficult, like trying to remember different time zones in your own country. We don't have yeah. that problem here. We've got one time. That's it. You're lucky, man. I built in the last five years. I've lived in. Uh, I lived in the in the Pacific. Uh, time zone and then i lived in the central time zone and then i lived in the mountain time zone and now i'm over on the eastern time zone so it's kind of got to be all over but uh australia they got all these with daylight savings time they got six seven thirty eight thirty like right above each other is different time eight nine p.m um so yeah it gets a little confusing i'm not sure what it is with new zealand but um yeah you know it makes everything fun but the cool part is though we get to talk to people in real time from anywhere around the world we don't have to go and like to take a trip to australia it'll probably take 24 hours each way to yeah. get there and um yeah and then i don't know if i was bringing somebody on my show i don't know if i could pay them enough to Make it worth their while to spend a day to fly all the way over here, put them up somewhere, and uh, give them travel cost is insane. Yeah, um, 
and I mean, yeah. So then over there in in England, I mean, you got a lot of you do you do a good amount of traveling? Do you get to do that for for holiday? Uh, it seems to be yeah. a bigger thing there than it is here. I, I try to get around as much as I can. Like since since COVID, like so many things have got so expensive in the country. Like I love my, I love football or what you uh-huh. guys would call soccer. Sure, soccer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I go, I travel to Liverpool, which is like, um, from where I live, it's like five and a half hour drive. The Scousers? Scousers, yeah. You used to to get a hotel in Liverpool for like 50, 60 pounds. Whereas now it's like 150 for the cheapest because of COVID, like the cost of everything's gone up. So it's probably cheaper for me to go and have a holiday abroad than it is to get a hotel in England. Oh shit! Okay, went, so that's we, me, me and a few of my mates that are all sober. We went to Portugal um, yeah. in March this year, and we found it on a cheap like we've got a company called EasyJet over here, which is like a budget airline, and they yeah. do holidays as well. And we found a uh, a holiday to Portugal with the flights, the transfers, and the hotel, and it cost us two hundred and sixty-five pounds each. Whoa! Okay, yeah, that's yeah, may as well do that and. Uh... Yeah, you can't even get a hotel for four nights over here for that price. So that was for four nights of uh, being in Portugal. Yeah. Plus the flight, and wow, okay, yeah, yeah, may as well do that. Uh, so what? I mean, the flight can't be that long to Portugal. Maybe like um, a couple hours. Was, yeah, I think it was like an hour and forty minutes, something like that. Oh, okay, so then even if you're crammed up uh, and you have those seats where you're, I don't know how tall you are. Um, I'm, not, I'm not tall. <laughs> okay, so you don't you don't have it where you have your knees up against the thing and you can't nah, move. And you I have don't have that problem. Put put your legs out into the aisle and tell all the, the leg room because I've only got little legs. Oh yeah, you got it good then. That's that's the way to travel. Like uh, I, but, I have yeah, some I was friends. Well, I was talking to someone else in the States, because like, she was from California. Uh-huh. And it was like the distance from like the bottom of California to the top of California. That's just one state of the US. And that's like, she said it was about 17 hours if you were driving. Uh-huh. Yeah. Our whole country's not even that big. Yeah, right? Yeah, it's uh, California takes forever to drive through. And it's uh, it's not too excited. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just... It's not. I've only. I haven't even done the whole state. I've done probably maybe like halfway up the state and up. I haven't. I mean, I've gone down to the southern part, but I haven't done the drive. I, I mean, yeah, that's a, a lot of time I'm, in the I'm, car. I'm kind of fascinated with California because I'm a big. I grew up in the '90s, and I was a big fan of hip hop. So but, you were you were a West Coast uh, West Coast yes. hip hop. I did like Biggie as well. But I yeah. was more I was more in the two pack side, two pack Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg. Right. I mean, yeah. And they were huge uh at our at our age. Like I remember where I was when I found out that Tupac got shot. I remember beat like because I think I would have been in like I don't know, seventh or eighth grade, maybe somewhere in there. Um this yeah, I don't know. This is another England-US thing that we don't understand. When you say seventh grade, we're like, 
What's that? So, yeah, like, so what it was like 96, 97 when he got shot somewhere in there? 96, yeah. 96, yeah. I think I think I was, yeah, like, whatever, a little bit, I don't know, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, how old that is, 13, 14, somewhere in there, I think is where I was. And, uh, yeah, I I'd, remember. I'd stayed yeah. up to watch the Mike Tyson fight because it was on TV. Oh, okay. So, beforehand. And so, and you watched it in uh, in and England, then, so it was at some weird time of the night. But the, when the fights are in Vegas, it's normally like around about five a.m. before it starts over here. Oh shit! Okay. But what they so, do over here is they'll put it on like Sky Sports box office, and you pay the extra money pay per view to have it, and then you stay up have an all nighter. Same with like UFC. When we're watching UFC over here, we the main fights are normally five AM. So what happens with those then? Uh I mean, so are people staying up all night then and then watching the, the show or are they wake yeah. everyone waking up early and then getting to watch it? Yeah, I like if I used to stay up because I used to drink back then as well. So like I used to stay up and I'm like drinking and then probably yeah. be too drunk by the time the fight's on. Do you remember it? Yeah, uh, which but now, now I don't drink. And the funniest one was when um we we had because we've got the. Do you watch UFC? Yeah. So um Conor McGregor, like he was one of our big Irish fighters, and right, he was fighting a Vegas fight. I think it was for a title against Jose Aldo. And um, oh, okay, went, I went out with some friends to watch it because we we all went. We were all like boxers, and we go to a boxing gym, and there's a few of us out that were all boxers. And it was really funny because, like, the fight doesn't start until, like, five in the morning. And all the people that are there watching it are all really drunk by the time it's on. And in the UK, like, when these drunk people are watching fighting, they all of a sudden think they can fight. And um, it was really odd. It was like like a scene out of, like, an apocalypse film. Like, when the pub kicked out at 5.30 in the morning, there was all these really drunk people stumbling around trying to fight each other. And they couldn't, like two guys in the street trying to fight and they couldn't even land a punch and they ended up rolling around on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the, the same uh, here. And then, yeah, even, even like going to like people come in the wrestling shows, just, you know, they're like, Oh, well, yeah, I can, I can fucking do that. No problem. And wrestling's not yeah. such a big thing over here as it is in, in, in the U S I used no, to watch uh... I used to watch it when I was younger, like back in the days of like The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan and all that. Sure. And um, so, yeah, and then like, yeah, with the with football matches, uh, like the 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 BPL and stuff like that is on it. Like I used to go and watch them. It'd be like seven in the morning, six in the morning, seven in the morning when it would be on for me here Um, or when I was living on the on the West Coast. And so. There'd be a few, you know, the few places in town where they'd play it because this was, but this too would have been kind of before. When was that? So let's see. Let me go back. So in two thousand six, the year that uh, it would have been, I think, right before the World Cup. I think is when they launched. There was a, like a Fox Soccer Channel that came out or something. Uh, right. And because there was only so much that they play in the States. And then that came out and 
I was going to college at the time. And uh, once that came out playing 24 seven soccer, all of a sudden my studies kind of went to shit. Uh -huh. And uh, so do you have but, a favorite uh, team from the Premier League? Hmm. Eh, I'm kind of all over. Um, I mean, like the only one that I got to see was uh, I got to see Man United play at Nike, but then it's like oh, I, I, that's not my my favorite team. What's that? In, in the states, they played. Yeah, they played at the the Nike World Headquarters. Um, they played a a game there, like yeah, probably like twenty years ago or so. And I saw them. And I'm like, okay, I, I like them, but I don't know if I have a favorite favorite club or anything now. Uh, it's I'm I'm I don't know. And I haven't been as into it as I was at that point in my in my life. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm all I'm I'm for whatever. Um, but that I guess that was who I would be cheering for. But like uh, at the same ooh. time, it, it right, especially yeah, be, yeah. Around that time, it, it was I had had my there was like <laughs> five or six of us who would hang out, who would all watch soccer together, football, uh, and. Uh, everyone, everyone else was an Arsenal fan, and so uh, it was like I, I was kind of the, the dickhead who would cheer against them just because. Um, yeah, um, what you gonna do? And um, my, my my favorite team, Liverpool. They're owned by American owners. They the FSG. They also own Boston Red Sox. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and who else? He owns someone. It's, it's yeah, yeah. It's Liverpool. Uh, fuck Liverpool and yeah, the Red Sox. I think there's something else that he owns. Is there, another, but, is there a hockey team or something? You and maybe something like that. Um, shit. What what does does the Liverpool owner own? Uh, so yeah so yeah so i'm like oh geez well so lebron james is a part owner he's a, a minor partner for them um yeah for that that guy for john henry um so yeah it looks like maybe it's just those two just liverpool and uh the boston red yeah, sox yeah, oh, you're in some, I mean, you're in some NASCAR racing team as well. Okay, yeah, and so I mean that's an all right, all right deal for him. And I mean, dude, yeah, the Red Sox stuff is crazy here. So like, I'm where I live, I'm like an hour and twenty minute drive to New York, and then I'm about an hour and forty. Uh, uh, hour 40 drive to Boston and so um, it's interesting because where I am there's also not a like this little sliver there's not really an accent where I live but there's a very 
distinct Boston and a very distinct New York accent, or there's a lot, you know, a lot of little variations of each, but, um, but yeah, like yeah, Boston was, was pretty interesting place. I didn't go out to uh, Fenway, but um, yeah, it was, uh, it's, it's cool, man. It's good that, that, you know, you got them branching out. It's probably a, he probably is doing all right for himself. Uh, yeah, I mean, like when when they first took over, I was a bit dubious because we had American owners before, and they were oh. kind of like there was there was there was back in back in those times there was a lot of foreign owners coming in trying to buy Premier League teams because it was the biggest football league in the world. Right, and a lot of them were like not really doing it for the love of the game; they were doing it more as a as a business. And have just just to make a profit, um, but the yeah John Henry, the owner of Fenway Sports Group, he's done a pretty good job. He took us from like not being very cash rich, and like he's turned us into to quite a big club over here now. Yeah, and I mean yeah, they're nowhere near getting relegated or anything any of these years, and so, uh, which is also something I really like in sports. Or and uh, not in sports, but in uh, like, yeah, most of the other leagues of football, having the relegation. Uh, yeah, and then like you got uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney. Rob, Rob Mac, I can't even say it. McElhenney, Oni yeah. Rexham. Is that something that uh, is that news over there at all, or is that yeah, still kind of like they did like a massive Netflix documentary about it? Yeah. So the the first so the the so like Wrexham was like they were a big club many years ago, and then they so in England you've got league football which is the Premiership, the Championship, League One and League Two, and then if you're relegated below that, that's called non-league football. So yeah. they were in, they were in the non-league football for like twenty five years or something, um, and the idea was that they were coming in to try and get them re-promoted. So they did a whole Netflix series about their first season as owners. And they just missed out on the last day by like one point. Oh shit! Okay, um, yeah. So I mean, that's good for season two for the show. Well, so it's not good. It's look. not good for them financially wise because it costs them a lot of money. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, there's a season two because they 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 have they were promoted last season, so they finished filming it. The new season that's out now on Disney Plus. And oh, okay watch season two now which is the season where they do get promoted oh okay so then yeah they did get promoted and okay and then so it took to... them two years but yeah it's, it's good but yeah they kind of um they created quite a lot of buzz around the team really like there, there was not many people that really knew like who it was or much about the club at all but they made yeah. it quite a, quite a like yeah, from the, from watching the I watched the series, the first series. I haven't watched the second season yet, but it looked yeah, it was made it quite interesting to watch. I I I I go and play football on like um I play for a league called Dads Be Dads, and it's like yeah. it's a group of dads that are like middle aged and not very fit anymore that just meet up and play six aside against each other. Nice. And the rule is like they they pick the team and they say you've got a red team and a white team. So yeah. you turn up in a red top or a white top, depending on what team you're on. Oh, um, okay. So I bought a Wrexham top because they play in red. So 
I bought, ah. I bought a Wrexham top just for playing when I'm on the red team. Uh, it works out pretty all right. Um, yeah, man, I, I'd love to get back into... I haven't played since I was 25. Um, so do you play Do you play outside or do you play inside? Yeah, outside on like um, uh, AstroTurf pitch. Okay. Oh, good. I mean... So yeah, I, I'm from uh, Portland, Oregon, and it's the weather is pretty similar to what you have. And so, <laughs> I mean, because when I remember being a kid, and they would have the uh, the the metal spikes uh, on the the bottom of the shoes yeah. for a very short while, we were able to use those because I mean, even if it stops raining, it's still going to be soaking wet, and the ground's still going to be wet for three four days at least afterwards because there's no sun (laughs) so i mean (laughs) always just kind of got you know the uh yeah just come home and just covered and uh grass and and mud and picking spending an hour after each match just trying to pick all the the shit off the bottom of your boot (laughs) and uh yeah, it's quite. But, yeah, I like the Astro because it's not as dirty, so it's quite nice. Yeah, as long as you're not, and I mean, being 41, you're probably not doing too many slide tackles or. Uh... Like there's there's not many rules in the game, but that's one of because we like we like because the whole the whole point of the dads v dads league is to have it like fun fun game of football with no attitude. So one of the rules. Oh, cool! Is, one of the rules is no slide slide tackles. Yeah, that's got to help. Okay, so then, yeah, then playing on AstroTurf, yeah, once you get the uh, the bounce down, the well, you know, figuring out that bounce and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's pretty nice. And yeah, uh, I I haven't played for quite a few years either. Um, I went back. I had a I had a bad knee injury a few years ago, um, and tore my ACL, and I'm still uh, I'm still waiting for knee surgery. But I've been doing physio to build it up, and I've only recently gone back to playing football with a knee support on to try and see if I can cope with it. How's that going? It's not too bad because apparently, if you with the knee, the ACL is only there for stability, and yeah. if you build the muscles up around it good enough, then your knee yep. will be stable enough with just the muscles. Building the muscles in the in the legs, uh, in the hips, in the ass. It's all um, in the hips. It's all in the hips. Yep. I, I mean, I I had three knee surgeries, and so, uh, yeah, I like did. that's oh. part part of the therapy that they were doing. Yeah, make sure I'm getting all the other muscles around it just to stabilize it. And um, yeah. yeah, I mean, but so do do they have indoor leagues there? Do is that a thing that they um, play there? They probably they probably do. I haven't found any near where I live because I've only recently moved to this this house. Moved yep. in with my, moved in with my partner. So I moved. I was in South Devon, and she's in North Devon. So it's like a hour and fifteen minute drive from where I used to oh, live. Shit. Okay. So I'm, I'm just getting. Yeah. New, I'm, I'm new to the area. I'm just making new friends. Well, that's a good way to do it. Get out and start start playing. Uh, and yeah, especially with... So with that then also then, so I mean, because 
I mean, if you're not, you know, going to the bar. And so, like, that's another thing. Like, the people at the bar are, you go and, how long, how long has it been since you've, I don't want to ask the same questions you've kind of got asked everywhere else, but how long has it, has it been since you were, I've, you were I've drinking? Been, I've been sober for over 10 years now. So for over 10 years, okay, how many of the people are still going to be in the same bar seat uh, at the same place doing the same thing, you know, 10 years later? Same <laughs> yeah, say, talking about the same shit and it's like, yeah, I'm I'm a, just a little past nine. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could go to the same bars I went to and the same people would be there doing the same shit. And so, are, you sober, are you sober too? Yeah, yeah, or for, from yeah, I haven't drank for yeah, like nine, yeah, nine nine years in August it was so you know yeah. yeah so it's it's nice and I don't that's one thing I I don't miss I've talked about this too like before like um uh, like drinking was something I I you see people drinking I'm like haven't got to a point where I'm like ah eh, that sounds like a good idea um. Smoking cigarettes, uh, like if I go and I see them at the store, I see a nice fresh pack, I don't want to buy them. Someone's smoking one, I don't want to smoke one. But if I see one that's like half smoked and stepped on on the ground, I'm like, oh, I can pick that up and uh, smoke that. You know, that seems like a good one to smoke. <laughs> but that's like the only time. And I haven't found a way to just completely get, get over smoking cigarettes, but yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried about that. And that's also been like, oh, I think that's coming up on 10 years. Um, yeah, I'll give up smoking too, like 13 years ago. Yeah. And so do you ever get that with smoking cigarettes? Uh, no. Um, when when I gave up, I don't know if they've ever had this in, um, in the US. There was a thing over here at the time. They had a, a medication called Champix. Okay, um, yeah. And it was like you start off on a small dose and start taking tablets and you build them up to a higher dose and what the tablets do is they send like a dopamine effect to your brain like it's had the nicotine right um, so when you're smoking you don't really want it because your brain thinks you've had the dopamine hit already so you're kind of smoking it thinking oh, i don't really want that and then you decide the day that you're going to stop uh, and you stop Keep taking the tablets for 12 weeks and then what the tablets do is they cap off the nicotine receptors in the brain and kill them yeah and then you don't think like a smoker again and so since since i gave up i've had i've had one cigarette and that was only because i went out for a christmas party with my tattoo artist yeah um because he was on his own with a group of females and wanted a wanted some male company so I went out with him and he was like, oh, you don't drink, you don't do cocaine. So at least come and have a fag with me. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess so. Yeah. So I, went and, I went and smoked a cigarette with him and it was fucking awful. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I'm good. That's done. <laughs> yeah. Not to worry about there with that. It works out. And so, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. So then it's, it's nice to, uh, so you're like, picking up other stuff then uh like like i like what would you be yeah. you know my i i like i've kind of i've kind of got to a point in my life where i've realized that like i love getting the dopamine effect 
and like that's what the addiction was all about for me was like getting that hit so I still yep. do it now and I, I accept that I still have to have it in my life but I just find other ways of doing it that are not going to kill me so like healthier ways of getting dopamine so hey. I took up boxing for a few years and I was, I was doing boxing for a while how was um, that? Oh, that was great fun like it was not long after I first got sober and I like um well it was one of the things I'd always talked about, you know, when you're drinking, you talk about all these great things that you think you can do and never do it. And boxing was okay. one of those things. So I signed up for it and I got a promoter to actually like get me a fight on like a semi pro white collar show. Oh before shit. I'd even, before I'd even trained, I threw myself in the deep end. Whoa. And then I went and found a gym and said, can you teach me to box? And the the, the head coach there was like, well, yeah, that's what we do. And I said, okay, cool. i got a fight in 12 weeks. <laughs> so uh, 12 weeks in, you got a fight. Uh, I thought I was going to get my ass kicked. Did I you get your ass kicked? No. So it was really funny because like six weeks, six weeks into the training, the coach said to me, like, I don't think we can do this. Like, you're not, you're not picking it up quick enough. You're not ready for a fight. And I said, yeah. I've, and I said, I don't back out now. I said, I've, I've told him I'm doing it, so I'm going to do it. I don't care if I got my ass kicked. And he was like, okay, it's up to you, but you know, you might get hurt. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, oh. And I carried on, I carried on training. And he, we, we, he took me up there. We, so we're from Devon, and we travelled up to Bristol. And yeah. It's, it's quite a funny story because so we get there, and there's like a massive crowd of people at this show, and. I've got about 12, 13 friends bought tickets and drove up. And oh, they, shit. They got everybody in the ring to, like, announce who was fighting who. And then, so they announced the guy that I'm fighting. And there was probably, like, half the crowd stood up and were cheering this guy. Like, he was really popular in Bristol. And oh, then they the guy that you were and, going against? Yeah, and they, they called my name out. And the whole crowd was booing me. And I was like, oh, no. So I'm there for even like, better. That did yeah, that totally. that get you everyone's fucking amped? Yeah, everyone's hating me. I'm the underdog. I'm thinking I'm gonna get my ass kicked here. And um and then so we got in the ring before the fight, and then my coach said to me, he said, just um try and bob and bob and weave, move out of the way, avoid his punches, get back to the stool at the end of the first round, and then we'll tell you how to win. He said, if you make it back from the first round, we'll tell you how to win. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so, and then the bell went and something just triggered in my brain. I just, I, I all of a sudden knew how to box and I, I, I picked his ass for the first round. Got back to the stool and my coach was like, what the fuck happened to you? You've learned how to box. <laughs> and so <laughs> then what happened the second round? Second round, pretty much the same. I kind of dominated the fight all the way through. And then at the end, like the referee's there and the ring announcer's like, and the winner is Stuart Bang Bang Lee. The ref lifts my hand up. And I'm like, the the buzz I got from that was better than any drug I'd ever taken in my life. It was like the best high ever. And it lasted for months. Um, but then obviously like, I get announced as the winner. His fans are going mental, like, like booing, jeering, someone threw the bone from a chicken wing into the ring, and it bounced off my boxing glove. 
you got you got so much heat in your first match that went through a fucking chicken bone at you. <laughs> awesome, man. You're doing something right, man. You know how to fuck. You know how to work that crowd, man. You got you got them that pissed off of you, man. You, I mean, how many people can go out and elicit that kind of reaction on their yeah, first? I was scared then because I thought I was going to get beat up by someone in the crowd afterwards. <laughs> then, then, then they would know, like, yeah. So then, I mean, were people waiting for you? Waiting for you in the parking lot? No, nah, no, nah, it was all it was all good. Like he, he like a, a lot of it is kind of like in the moment stuff. Like people are really like they're really passionate about it for if it's one of their friends that's fighting, so they don't like their friend losing. But yeah, I guess at the end of it, they you know it was a fair fight. He'd never had any fights before. I'd never had any fights before. Oh, um, okay. It was it was a fair fight. I won, and we you know me and him are still friends now. Like um, cool. I think that was about nine years ago now i had that fight and me, me and him are still friends now do you uh did you end up training together at all or do you just kind of keep uh, in well, touch I mean, and we, what? we live in we live in different cities but like when when you're in that kind of boxing scene you you tend to get to know a lot of the people and you see them at different other shows as well so when you see them at other shows you like stop and have a drink at the bar not an alcoholic drink obviously but like yeah what what do you drink now? What what have you switched to? Have you gotten any like weird shit that you start drinking? Uh, any co- weird combinations? No. Are you just just water? So I I mean I drink I if I'm at home relaxing I'll actually drink alcohol free cider. So I don't know if they do it in the states, but over here they've got like um a brand called Copperberg, which uh-huh. is like it's like a um fruit cider so it's like strawberry and lime flavor or mixed berry oh that sounds good um, and i so when i first got sober i stayed away from alcohol free substitutes because they just reminded me of drinking alcohol and i didn't like right. it um but i never used to drink the alcohol free I, ne- I never used to drink fruit cider because it wasn't really around when i was drinking yeah so when i drank the alcohol free version of it it didn't give me any kind of euphoric recall of being out drinking so it kind of cool. felt like a safe alternative. So it's just like a, it's it's, it's alcohol free cider, but it's basically like a, a, a fizzy fruity drink. That's all. That's kind of what I went to. Uh, like the the fizzy fruity drinks is kind of where I went to, and you know, like a lot of people now drinking those uh, fizzy fruity drinks. The uh, like the energy drinks, you know, the, the energy drinks and the, the 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 hard like or whatever the alcohol uh seltzers and stuff uh that they have like the whatever all that stuff kind of went that way but yeah i mean like i don't know and, and um yeah found some other okay yeah, i gone through all kinds of weird shit drinking a lot of other things that i didn't really drink before but uh i drink a lot more coffee now yeah yeah how do you drink your coffee um so me and my um fiance we've got like a proper um, machine that grinds the beans so you make a proper oh. make a, grind the beans filter it through and make a proper you can make a proper cappuccino coffee awesome yeah that's the way to do it man if you got it mm. and so then you're just drinking a uh, black or you put you put sugar or milk in there or anything yeah, or no no I, yeah i do it with like froth i make a like an espresso coffee and then fill it with frothy milk on top yeah, that's 
that's my drink over here, man. That's, we're just uh, doing like yeah, pretty much the same but, shit. Uh, but I think, but I think now because like we've got the machine that makes it and it's like nice and strong because it's like freshly ground bean coffee. Yeah. I don't drink as much of it. Like I'll have one in the morning, maybe one at lunchtime, and then I won't have any more for the rest of the day. Whereas, like when I used to drink instant coffee, I would oh, drink yep. it like cup after cup because it just it didn't really do anything. Yeah, yep. The the stuff that you just kind of heat up the water and just drop the little yeah. crystals in, <laughs> stir it up. When I, yep, when I was I... working in an office, I would probably drink like seven, eight cups of that a day. Shit. So... What was that uh, kind of the regular for everyone that worked there? Was everyone kind of on the seven, eight cup of coffee Pretty train much, there? Yeah. Coffee or tea, yeah. Yeah. Quite a hot, like office culture is quite a lot of like hot drink. Everyone's yeah. on the hot drinks in the office for some reason. So are you working at home then now? Is that your? I do. I do. Yeah, I do. My, my, my job's hybrid now. So since COVID again, like they realize that most people can work from home. So awesome. I do. Uh, I do 50% yeah. in the office, 50% at home. Is that good for you? Do you like, uh, do you, do you miss being in the office full time or? Um, what's your kind of take I, on that? I kind, I kind of like it the way it is because I like being in the office to have a bit of banter and have a laugh with people and connect with people. But I also like my own company as well. So I kind of, I feel like I can get more work done if I'm at home working. Because there's no, there's no distractions. Yeah. Yeah. It seems that way that, that kind of happens. Uh, kind of work. So when, when I know I've got a load of work to do, I'll stay at home and get it done. And then if yeah. I know that I've caught up on everything, I'll go into the office and take the piss out of people. Yeah, just go and yeah, just shoot the shit. Uh, just go go and they just uh, cause trouble. Socialize, yeah, <laughs> cause trouble, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that seems all right. And um, so then, I mean, and then with the uh, like with that, then so um, is there like company uh like outings or anything like you go out with the people you work with is there anything like that and is that different now that you're you know not yeah, drinking they, or do people give a fuck they tried to arrange a christmas party with the team but there wasn't many people that replied so they've changed it to like i mean i i, I wasn't going to go just because it was on the weekend that i've got my kids so oh, okay anyway um, but they're they're changing it now to like just get a few of them going out for a meal, um, which I'm I'm not for that. Like I don't mind going out. Like I, I'm I, this is something that people find weird about me. Like I can go. I I've got to a point now in my sobriety where I don't mind being out in places where people are doing drugs or drinking. I kind right. of I find it quite funny that like I see the states they're in and think I don't want to be like that. Yeah. So, and I always told myself that I didn't want to stop doing the things that I enjoyed because I don't drink. I wanted my life to be the same, just with, with no alcohol. Yeah. So I used to love going to. I think you call it EDM music over there, like rave. Okay. Music. Yep. I used to love going to raves, getting off my head, taking ecstasy, and forgetting the night. But I yeah. still love music, so 
I've got to a point now where I can still go to a hardcore rave and just not take any drugs or drink. And I enjoy it more now, even though everyone else is like off their nut. Right. But then you're able to wake up the next day and not have to kind of lose a whole day afterwards. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because I, I call myself the undercover gunner because like, have you been, have you, you've been to a rave before? You know, um, like, in a, yeah, yeah. You know, like when you're on the dance floor and there's like a real like good tune on and you catch someone's eye on the dance floor and they kind of, they make a face at you like, oh, that, that's, that's a good tune. And you make a face yeah. back at them. <laughs> so there was a guy at one of these raves and he kind of did that. He like did a bass face at me like, oh yeah, this is a dirty tune. And I did a face back to him. And then later on, I was in, I went to the toilet and as I was washing my hands, he came into the toilet and recognized me from our little embrace on the dance floor. Yeah. And he was like, oh, mate, look at your eye. Look at my eyes. I'm fucked. And I was like, yeah, mate, you're well fucked. And he went, look at your eyes. You're well fucked. And I was like, yeah, mate, I'm fucked. And then just walked off. And he thought I was done drugs. Great. <laughs> he, he's probably happy with that interaction. It worked out <laughs> all right. And like, okay cool man and yeah i mean I, i'm kind of the same way like i got that like even when i'm you know totally fucking nothing everyone's like oh you're fucked up I'm like yeah yep i'm fucked up man totally fucked up all right fucking party but you know you know makes them happy there's there's no you know let them think let people think whatever they want and that's yeah. that's also kind yeah. of something that's a beautiful place to get to when you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks of you. Yeah, I I like to say uh once you once you shit your pants, you can't shit your pants anymore. And uh <laughs> like like whatever, man. I don't give a fuck, dude. Like I I I've been I've been down there like <laughs> there it is, man. What what what's the worst that's going to happen? So fuck it. Let's let's just do this and let's yeah, do it again. Yeah, let's do it again, man. Um, and so, yeah, where where are people gonna find you on the internet to uh to work with you to fucking listen to you to check out what you do? Um, um I've got a few. I've, I've got like um, I've got my 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 own personal platform on Instagram, so that's at Stuart underscore Lee underscore author. And that's got all the stuff about my book that I wrote. Um, and then I've got my sobriety platform that I've created that's called Sobriety Rocks. That's a little platform that I'm using to try and help other like-minded people get sober if they want to give it a go. Um, and that's one's at Sobriety Rocks UK. And that's the same on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Sobriety Rocks UK. Yeah, you can chat to me on there. Come and have a look at the stuff that I'm doing. And if you want to, if you're sober curious and you want to see how you can have fun being sober, because that was the big thing for me when I first got into sobriety was like, I didn't think I'd have any fun if I was sober. The myth was right. there that like you need to have alcohol or drugs to have fun. And I'm just kind of trying to prove to people that life can be more fun without it if you do it the right way. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh yeah, I'm I'm all for that. And um yeah, it can be a lot more fun and uh a lot less 
headaches and a lot less. I mean, we still all do dumb shit, but you know, it's different kind of dumb shit than we may have done uh, before. Yeah. So, I, I, my, my my sister says that when I was drinking, I was a drunk dickhead. Now that I don't drink, I'm just a dickhead. Perfect. That sounds like me too. I, I like that. <laughs> uh, I think that's a, a great place to fucking let let it let it go. So, dude, thank you so much for being on here, and I really uh, enjoyed. Thank you so much. Getting to talk to you, and yeah, well, we'll have you back on here uh, in a few months and do this again. All right. Yeah, definitely, mate. Love you. All right, sounds good. Have a great rest of your day. Adios. All right, dude, that's uh, yeah, that's Stuart, right there, man, right there in the flesh, Stuart Lee. So, Bridey rocks. So, thank you, everyone, for being here on the Quantum Global Broadcasting Network, QGEEEEEBN. And this is the Public Access Podcast, and I'm Rusty Diamond, and that is the show. Man, boom! It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Ernest! 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 <coughs> yes, Pee-wee. You brought the snacks, right? <laughs>